0: Welcome to another exciting episode of the You know Show. We are two geeks who talk about everything. My name is Aaron, and I'm joined once again by my cousin and co-host, Landon.
1: Good day and glad to be back.
0: Dude, we we thought we lost you, man. Uh Andy last week was like, uh, he 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 was he thought for sure he was like interviewing for your replacement. <laughs> I was like, well, we'll have to get back to you on that. Uh, I don't know if Landon's gonna
1: be back before Christmas or not. We'll see. Luckily, back. I had travel and work and shows, and I got to go on a cruise actually for work, which was crazy. I was a guest speaker for a cruise, and I get to take that off the bucket list. But um, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. <laughs>
0: you know where my work sends me?
1: To get a sandwich?
0: No. I mean if I'm paying for it, yeah. Uh, they're they're sending me to uh volunteer at the Ronald McDonald House. So
1: that's that is a you know, that is actually far more noble and accomplishing than going on a cruise is. So
0: Yeah, I'm gonna tell myself that. Um the cruise yeah, is probably my greatest cruiser, accomplishment though,
1: on the cruise was there was like a drink list of like like drink beverages and I just I went through the list. I wanted to try that them would. all. So, I, I, you know, accomplished. <laughs> there
0: you go. Nice, nice to have a bucket list. Uh, that's right. On
1: these trips. That's right.
0: All right. So, uh, we are, at, as of the, not the recording of this episode, but the airing of this episode, uh, less than a week away from Christmas. Boom. And so, uh, we have got uh, this episode and the one that's going to hit Saturday, We're going to spend some time talking about a couple of our favorite Christmas movies, uh, if that's all right with everybody. Actually, even if it's not all right with everybody, that's what we're doing. Today, (laughs) we are are hitting up a classic
1: Mm. rom-com
0: Christmas Mm. movie, Love Actually. Mm. Now, this is a movie that, uh, I'll be honest, the first time I saw it, I didn't care for it. I really didn't. Really? No, really. No, no. Part of it? Part was the with the company I was with when I went and saw it. Oh, okay. I, I saw it with this girl who like I, I really had a crush on. And she had like she had put me in the friend zone like years ago. Wow. And so like, but she was the kind of girl who would like keep me on the hook because I made her feel good about herself. Mm. Yeah. And so when I finally got to the point where I was like, I'm not gonna deal with that anymore. Yep. I just, I you know, so so anything that I did with her kind of had a bad taste in my mouth. Yes. But you know what? Love actually transcends that because it's an it's an excellent movie.
1: Amazing. Now I will say Amazing when we
0: get movie. into talking about some of the plot points, there are a couple in there that really piss me off. Oh yeah. Yeah but yeah. But I will say it overall it is a fantastic movie. I have my favorite um kind of scenarios that are in there. Uh, and I have a couple that, like I said, really make me angry. But uh, yeah. But overall, this uh, this heartwarming ensemble piece, uh, it's directed by Richard Curtis, uh, came out in 2003, so it's 20 years old now, uh, and just all star cast of British actors. So, uh, Landon, tell me tell me what your initial thoughts are. With I've already shared mine with uh, Love Actually, so let me have it.
1: Yeah. So, I for for me, I think when I first saw it. Um, and this was just, my wife and I are 20 years married, and so this was something that we saw right away, and, uh, we both loved it. It was something that, where there were actors in it for a rom-com stance that she has always loved and cared about, and then there's, there's people in it that I cared about that it was completely different, you know. It was like you know having Alan Rickman in it, or having Colin Firth in it, or having um Hugh Hugh Grant, and you know I'm looking at all these people that are in this movie, and um I'm like, well, sure, yeah, I'd love to go see that. And then we watched it, and it was just such a blend of not only comedy, but but love and reality and um, sad situations, holidays, loss. I mean, there were so many like all encompassing elements to this movie of different people that ultimately ended up all being connected as if it was sort of like watching lost or something. And it was just like, perfect. I mean, we just, we love it. We watch it every year. It is like a tradition for Daffy and I.
0: Yeah. It's, it's turned into one I like to watch every year, even though I don't have a special somebody to watch it with. Uh, it's, it's still, it's, it's very, it's a very heartwarming movie. Mm. Um, and, uh, if I could edit out the parts that I don't like, I I would. But at the same time, you know, it's part of what makes it, I guess, charming. Is that's it...
1: true? There are parts that I truly don't enjoy. Like like I, I'm not a Laura Lenny fan, even though the roles that she has played have been she's been perfect for. Like who she was in Truman Show, who she was in Ozark, Ozark. who she is in this movie. Very much, she played the role. So, not trying to to diminish the acting value of Laura Lenny, Just my pref, my my personal. I don't enjoy the characters that she ever plays. That person, that person she always plays is that not. That means my she's kind good. That means she's good at playing her role. She could be like very much not that person in real life, but right. She is really good at playing that person. That I, it's like a Karen role, you know. It just. Just... I will
0: say I, I like her in this, uh, and I, I feel sorry for her in this movie.
1: Sure. Um,
0: her Her character that will you know again we'll we'll get into the the plot and everything with with these different scenarios. Um, but you mentioned the Truman Show. I think her character was designed to be unlikable from the start. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and so yeah, it's very easy to dislike her. But I'm, I'm the same with Parker Posey. Like I feel like she plays the same dislikable character in Sane. just about everything she's in. Yep. and and it's like there's Ridiculous. there is nothing that
1: makes me like Parker Posey in no. anything
0: she does. I saw and her. Maybe that's Lost a testament to her movies.
1: I saw her in Lost in Space, and I was like, "Yep, yep, <laughs> that's her." But uh, so another cool thing about Love Actually is I think about Andrew Lincoln. This is pre Walking Dead. Uh, I think about um uh, Martin Freeman and this is yeah. pre uh well pre i don't the know if, i don't know if it's pre office for him was it pre office for him or was it
0: it, it may not have been the,
1: pre office
0: i think it's around the same time as the office
1: but it was definitely pre you know hobbit but it was definitely pre pre uh, sherlock. sherlock it was yeah. definitely pre um uh, you know marvel and he has exploded as an actor andrew lincoln mm-hmm. although he has not done an insane amount of movies his investment in the walking dead series has made him notable and known in every home that enjoys entertainment um and oh my so, gosh. They, they really age
0: him up in in the walking dead because he looks like a baby in this movie
1: doesn't he oh man but there's and and i don't know as far as other people goes i don't know if there's other ones that are on there that that i didn't already know before or that had anything after but those are the two that stick out for me yeah
0: all right. Um, yeah, it's so it really is interesting how the movie weaves together these 10 different love stories
1: oh, and they're all unfolding
0: me. in the weeks leading up to Christmas. Uh, what are your thoughts on how these various stories interconnect? I was looking at a thing today that had like a almost like a, a flow chart of oh, who's yeah. related to who and how, how they relate to each other. Are they friends? Are they family? Uh, yeah, or they love yeah. interest, that kind of thing. It was really interesting. The only the only two that don't connect with anybody else in the movie is uh, Billy and his manager.
1: Uh, oh, that's true. They are completely yeah. distinct from anyone. But,
0: but you hear his song on TV or the radio. everywhere,
1: And so they're yeah. connected that way. And was very important for uh, Liam Neeson's, oh, you know, that would be one. The little boy. He actually ended up doing other movies as well, you know, and, and stuff right, like that. Yeah. Game of Thrones, um, small role, but, um, yeah. So the interconnectedness of it, I thought was, was really cool, but not like plot intensive or sensitive. It was, it was probably the one that, that connected that mattered would have been, um, Emma Thompson and, um, and Hugh Grant, by the way, it was interesting, the different Harry Potter characters over in the movie, but, um, but, but still like like that was an important scene because she obviously had just found out that Alan Rickman was you know uh going for the secretary and so she was heartbroken and then he it was the venue by which he he was there for uh for his girl that you know and so she's there and that that was an important connection but i really can't think of any other ones where i thought to myself you know it was it was Plot changing or plot important? It was just kind of cool. Or am I missing any of them that would be otherwise? I mean, maybe the all-knowing Mister Bean, but I don't know.
0: Um, Interesting. When I was looking up information about the movie originally, when they were writing his character, Mister or uh, Rowan Atkinson's character, he was uh, supposed to be a Christmas angel. Yeah, who was like kind of manipulating events to to turn out the way they're supposed to.
1: Christmas Cupid. You
0: yeah. <laughs> um, but they, they wound up scrapping that idea, which I guess is okay. But I it makes sense now that you when you think about where he shows up in the movie yeah. and what his role is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but yeah, the uh the connected tissues there, you know, you don't really think about this stay-at-home wife and mother in Emma Thompson being the sister of the prime minister right of great britain <laughs> um and I, I wasn't sure about what the relationship was between her and liam neeson because they're on the phone you know at the beginning but I, they're just they're
1: just good I friends think they're just friends yeah yeah they're just friends and that so, was an interesting i i that's something that's always gotten me has been liam neeson because you know his wife natasha richardson had died i'm assuming around this time or um,
0: it was. It wasn't long after this it was after that she it, passed yeah. away. Yeah, and so like in real life, he went through this very same thing um, of of having to become a widower, and uh, you know, he experienced it in this role that he played, and then had to experience in real life. I'm sure it was heartbreaking for him.
1: There are a few things in this movie that were a little raw. You know what I mean? First of all, of course, you had the the the, the nudity, which was which was a funny a funny thing because it wasn't that like. Meant to be grotesquely sexual as much as it was like funny. The two actors they're sitting there doing lighting stand-ins. You know, what I mean for for the for for this. And traffic I guess today was just going to be a porno. <laughs> but they're like the nicest people, and they're the shyest people, and so it's like the the last people in the world you'd expect to be doing that. And they have the cutest, most innocent relationship together. <laughs> and
0: and while they're doing it too, they're just talking about the most like day-to-day things like traffic was awful this morning going yeah. over here
1: <laughs> my my. the funny thing for me is when he warms his hands up he's like
0: yeah
1: is that okay you know <laughs> and she's like thank
0: oh. you for doing that
1: yeah but uh yeah and then there were some things like uh liam neeson's relationship and connecting with his stepson um was interesting because it was so like not fatherly like he would say things to him he called him like a wee motherless you know i mean he called, he, they're just the things they'd say to each other or him having a relationship with claudia schiffer and then wanting to have a relationship with her in every every room of the house it's just like funny to me how it was such a non-unconventional relationship and at the same time it was cool how they were just able to bond and break rules you know uh, of Of conformity, if that makes sense, part of that too, is
0: that he didn't really know how to be a dad
1: no, yeah
0: because you know, like you said, this was his stepson. and so he's he's thrust into this position where now it's up to him to take care of his wife's kid right now that he's passed away and and you know I think I yeah I, I can't speak for every step father, stepmother out there, but i I imagine it's hard to bond with someone else's child now it happens you know you hear about uh widows who have married men who become great stepfathers and wind up adopting the kids because the kids fall in love with them too and treat them like this is this is my dad yeah and um you know so i can't imagine being in that position where you know you you don't have a choice but to adopt this child because now you're the only thing he's got.
1: But legal. so interesting, though, like because he's like, you're you're thinking that the kid is really down and depressed. Not that he's not sad at the loss of his mother, but it, it just everybody's looking in on him. You know, he's talking about you know just how depressed or sad he must be to find out that he's just in love. He's yeah. in love with the with this girl at the school, right? And, Which is uh,
0: so much worse, but easier for <laughs> Liam Neeson to deal with.
1: Yeah oh what what an amazing uh what an amazing story so you had 10 different ones that's a lot yeah. and
0: that's originally lot. there were going to be 14 like oh, i wow. can't imagine like it's hard enough juggling 10 but i don't know as a writer I, I gosh i can't imagine trying to connect 14 different scenarios
1: together it's now crazy. my now my favorite or daphne my favorite one is colin firth story that that's my favorite. And Daffy and I will still say to each other, just in cases, you know, we'll just, it's, it's the cutest storyline, how love transcends language or, or it speaks not necessarily just in a verbal language together.
0: Yeah. I love uh, yeah, story That line. is, that is my favorite scenario as well. Um, and I love how, you know, she's speaking Portuguese, he's speaking English, but they're both saying the exact same things at the same time. It's like, Oh my gosh, why can't you communicate?
1: The part in the in the pond when they fall in. Yes, yeah, yeah. She says, This better not be something my grandmother could have written. <laughs> he says, It's not bloody Shakespeare. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Billy yeah, Mack was is funny too. I didn't know Bill Nighy. Um, and then of course I saw him in Underworld, but obviously a very different role. And uh and then I've seen him in many other things since. But his role was hilarious. And their story, he's the funniest to me. Of all, of all the people in the entire story, he's the funniest.
0: I think he's meant to be. I think that, you know, he's this washed up rock star who, you know, <laughs> who winds up. I mean, it's like he, 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 you get to the point, he's at this point in his career where it's like, I don't care. I don't care what people think about me anymore. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. If this song that we did makes it, Great. If right. not, whatever. You know, it sounds ridiculous. I know it sounds ridiculous, but right. here we go.
1: Right. I also appreciated how the end. You know, how he he goes and hangs out with his manager, and he tells him that he loves him. And I don't. And it's not. I don't think it's meant to be. Uh, you know. uh I think it's meant to be just true bonded friendship, and all yeah. that. But the point is, is, is just it's beyond all that. Though his manager does make a crack. He's like, <laughs> he's, he says. 10 is with Elton John and you, know, you come here and say this, but I loved how their story was because especially when he, he tells them that he loves him, and you could just see the manager is like he's tearing up, you know, just, just cause it's been like a, a lifelong labor of being his manager and probably not an easy job to be a manager right. of, of somebody like that, you know?
0: And yeah. And again, this, like the, the love that they share is, He's probably the only true friend that,
1: that he's Billy's ever had, had,
0: ever. had throughout it yeah. because I imagine when you're, you know, a famous rock star, you've got people around you all the time, but it's got to be a very lonely existence. Right. And yeah, yeah, you've got people there, but what they're, they're all just trying to get something from him. Yeah. And his manager's not trying to get – I mean, yes, that's his life. That's his – you know, he makes a living getting whatever percentage off of his commission or whatever, but, you know, that is – He's the only one who's there for him constantly and right. and is actually looking out for his well-being. So yeah, yeah. That's uh you come to the end of your career and you realize this is this is this is my family. This is the yeah. one person who's been there for me the whole time. Uh so yeah, that that part is is touching. But yeah, uh Billy Mack, definitely the uh the funniest, funniest at least, at least as far as like, you know, when he's able to uh kind of get off the leash and say whatever he's feeling. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh that's so Yeah, my favorite one is when he's like, here's a message from your uncle Bill. Kids, don't buy drugs. Become a pop star and they'll give them to you for free. And then they're like, oh, we're done. I think those are like two real British. You know, like two two real British uh icons those guys, right? Those uh those hosts. Aren't uh, they like Yeah. I'm I don't know. Sure I thought it aren't. was like a uh like a British version of like TRL or something. I think I think they they are like because uh, I feel like I've seen them before, Colin. That was pretty funny, you know. Just he's constantly saying that he's moving, he's gonna move, go to uh America because there's no like oh, girls yeah. that would like him here, and then he goes there, yeah. and, he, and sure enough, he he picks up on Richardson and um the girl from 24, and oh my gosh, the girl from American Pie. You know, it's just like. <laughs> the funniest thing
0: just uh too many beautiful women and and they're all attracted to is oh, january accent.
1: jones another yeah. another person january jones Mad Men, uh or x-men you know she's she's in this and you can't forget about um uh of course Kira knightley this is uh you know pirates of the caribbean keira knightley with andrew lincoln and and then her her husband that she ends up marrying, he's been in a lot of stuff too. I can't remember his name. She would tell Ejiofor. That's probably why I can't remember his name.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was in. Uh, he's he's been in the Marvel universe. He was uh, in Doctor Strange. He was um, yes,
1: that's where I'm thinking. Yeah,
0: he was in Twelve Years a Slave. Great movie. Very difficult to watch. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's a great actor. But he he doesn't have a very big role in this. He's kind of shoved off to the side and this that's okay so that's one of the scenarios that really make me angry yeah let's talk about um, that andrew lincoln and um kira knightley she has married his best friend um she would tell edgy of force character and andrew lincoln's character is secretly in love with her uh unrequited love has its place in society that's fine but um, when, it, when it comes out that, you know, what well, she finds out based on the wedding video that he took and it's all just her, just her. it's like a stalker took this video.
1: Okay. Yeah, but it's, he's also been treating her like garbage, you know, because he's been trying to distance himself from her, you know, right. that's probably the biggest switch for her that makes her go, aha, you know,
0: I don't think it's so much that he's been treating her like garbage more than he is ignoring her and like i don't know because remember she's like he's not overtly mean to her he's just he tries to get out of her presence
1: yeah i guess so when he's on the phone with her and she says she's coming over and he she he's like yeah um i don't know you know i mean he's just like i think he's pretty mean i think he's pretty mean on purpose to try to shove her off you know out of respect for his friend you know what i mean that's
0: what I think. I I don't know. I don't think he's I don't think he's trying to be mean. Like like I said, I think I think it's just more of a um an indifference. He's he's trying to treat her with indifference and trying to I don't know ignore ignore that she's there so he can ignore her his feelings for her. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um but then of course he does the iconic uh thing with the uh the handwritten posters. <clears throat> Uh, and I mean, how lucky is he that she answered the door and not her husband, uh, turns on a boom box with silent night playing, tells her to tell him that it's Christmas carolers and he confesses his love for her and, uh, you know, says that he knows he can't have her and, and he'll move on eventually, but for now she is his everything. That's wrong on so many levels, but what makes it worse, what makes it worse is that he leaves and she runs out of the house and kisses him. What is she doing? Is she giving him hope that this is going to work out someday? Because it's not.
1: Uh, well, okay. That, the whole well,
0: thing makes me so mad.
1: It was good when they did the Red Nose Day all those years later. Do you ever see that? The Red Nose Day and Andrew Lincoln comes back and his wife, his wife I think his wife is with him, you know, yeah. and he's got the beard and she's like, don't like the beard, you know, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, it's cute. It's a cute little, but I get you. I know. I know. It's hard because mm-hmm. it, it puts you in a conflicting situation because you want them to be together and you shouldn't want them to be together because she's married. I
0: want them to be together. I want her to be with her husband that she, you know took a vow to and and said she was going to spend the rest of her life with. I don't want him coming in here and mucking things up for his best friend. That's not a friend.
1: Yeah, that's not, not the way to go. Not the way. I I hear you.
0: If I was was the husband and I found out about this punch to the face.
1: I thought she was the most gorgeous thing, you know, girl in the whole world back then, you know, just, I remember. And you know, this is, this is one of those things where, Andrew Lincoln, he he doesn't, you don't know who he is. You know, he's just like a guy, you know what I mean? Not the way that Daffy would feel about seeing somebody like, I don't know, Michael Bublé or somebody around. But like, I remember just thinking, oh man, what a beautiful storyline. She's gorgeous. She's... But you're right. As you, as you go farther, you think about it. You're just like, mm, that's probably not healthy. What's the other one? Is the Alan Rickman storyline? Absolutely. All yeah. right.
0: I don't get it. I don't understand it at all. All right. Now, there's a part there's a part of me that does like so I get you're 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 in a marriage that to you is boring at this point in your your life, your your life with your wife and your kids, you consider it boring. It's not what you expected it to be 25 years later, or whatever, however long you've been married. Okay, I get that. And so you start thinking of other things. But here's the thing: his secretary doesn't hold a candle to emma thompson i don't understand like tell me if i'm tell me i'm wrong here okay she is not an attractive woman am i wrong about that well no i mean you're you're right
1: but you have to the other side of it too is there's two two elements there one she is emma Emma thompson is not is not sexualized right she's not like you know she's you married a long time she's mom she's wife you know that's comfortable it's nice it's you know, it's all that. But then you have this girl in the office there that's, you know, very much showing herself, you know, and, and all that, you know, not appropriately. But she also is showing an undivided, intentional interest in him. And, you know, I think that's, you know, one of the things that, that very much is, is dangerous and is, is the danger zone, you know, for, for anybody who's been married for a long time is you got to not allow yourself to be in those kind of scenarios. And she was like in his face right there. And that there's like moments where he could have shut that down and not let it progress. But like, like anybody who who falls and, and goes that way, they just allow and tolerate these little moments. And they germinate into bigger moments. And it could have stopped at the beginning. The very first time she made the advance, you're out of here. You know, so... That, it's not it's I don't think it's necessarily about beauty as much as it was intention and, you know, just
0: oh, it's just because she's a slut. That's it.
1: That's yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: Well, wow. I'm sorry, but the attractiveness thing that would play a big, big role for me. OK, yeah. and if you showed me a picture of Emma Thompson without makeup and this slut done up the way that she is in the movie, I'm picking Emma Thompson every time.
1: I can't get past Sorry. the fact that she's an amazing actress, too. But you look at her as Professor Trelawney, and she doesn't necessarily look like the Emma Thompson that well, you fall in love with. So,
0: you know, then her hair is a rat's nest, and she's wearing Coke bottle glasses. I mean, that's, that's not attractive. But I still wouldn't pick that stupid slut over her.
1: No, 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 that's true. That's it it true. really makes me
0: mad. And the fact that it's Alan Rickman, man, I just want to throw him off the top of Nak- Nakatomi Tower Again!
1: Again! Again, Alan Rickman. Oh, I know. Uh, Well, and it's the thing, too, is he's he's got this way to be just like it's not a big deal to him, but he just keeps like progressing. It's so frustrating. She even tells him, you know, because you can tell you've been married a long time. They're they're close to each other. They have a bond together. They have a life together, maybe cohabitating. But still, she recognizes. Be careful there. You know? She's very pretty. He's like, "Oh, is she?" He's like, "You know, she is. You know, she she knows him. You know, not that he would do that, but that that's a danger." She's
0: not very pretty, by the way. No, I will argue that to the grave. Poor actor. And and his and when she confronts him about it, well, like when it comes out, he's he doesn't he doesn't even apologize. All he he says, "I'm a fool," and that's it. He doesn't. He doesn't really apologize. I I
1: think that's kind of an apology. He's like, "I'm a classic fool."
0: He's just he's just telling her that he's an idiot and he got caught.
1: First of all, the question I have is, did he or did he not did he or did he not sleep with her? I don't think he did. I don't think he did either. But I think that we're the the ramification. So their marriage is completely wrecked because he gave a necklace. Yeah. And it's like it's arguable. Right. It's it's Like the reaction that's being had here is is valid cuz you know as as the omniscient viewer that that's where he was going you know you you see it you know but if you weren't an omniscient viewer and you're in the circumstance it's like he gave a nice necklace you know to and he shouldn't have done that that was inappropriate the, but the dominoes were falling and he got caught and so that stopped it but i just think that like the 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 messaging and the feel and vibe of it is cheated as if he had fully, or treated as if he had fully cheated, you know, all I mean, the way. And maybe, maybe that's appropriate, but you know, I'm maybe there saying.
0: is maybe there is something to that. Maybe it's left to our interpretation as to whether he had the affair or not, right? Um, Because I mean, obviously, we're we're bouncing for, between ten different storylines here,
1: and uh and we never see him give it to her, so we don't know how that right. exchange happened. But it does make you wonder, yeah. Um. Oh,
0: man. We are we are out of time, but man, we could talk about this movie forever. I think, um, so it is just one of those movies that has, after twenty years, really has uh, an incredible legacy to it. And uh, like you said, it's one that you watch every year with your wife. Uh, I watch every year with a, a pint of Ben and Jerry's, and it's uh, it's it's a great blend of humor and romance and the holiday spirit. Uh, you have anything to say before we sign off on there? It's, I mean, what else is there to say, man?
1: If you really love Christmas, let us know. Just say <laughs> Christmas is all around, baby. That's one of our Christmas songs. We count, we sing that. We have it playing. The Mariah Carey, we have that playing. Oh Even oh no, God Only Knows by the Beach Boys is a Christmas song to us now. Yeah, yeah because, no, sing
0: that a Christmas song. You no. Know,
1: so if you haven't watched it, watch it. It's a great movie. Obviously, it's not for the kids, um, but it's uh, It's it's a really endearing, beautiful story. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's, it's really good. Um, all right, thank you so much uh, for tuning in. Uh, as always, please uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that bell icon to be notified whenever we're posting something new. Uh, so until next time, have a great whatever it is, wherever you are.
1: Merry Christmas.